Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Wings podcast. This is your host Milind Agnihotri. On today's show we will meet Rajas Pathak, a cyber security professional who runs his own boutique firm offering IT security services. He is a visiting faculty at Pune University on this subject and spreads cyber security awareness on different platforms. I am also a teacher, learner, biker, health nut, foodie, outdoor enthusiast, and a bird watcher, Rajas proudly says. Welcome, Rajas, to this episode of Wings Podcast. Uh, uh, I'm glad to be here on, on this uh, Wings Podcast, and uh, I'm very thankful to you that uh, you invited me uh, for this interactive session. You know, uh, Rajas, you are the first guest on this show who is a expert and a professional on the subject of cyber security, something which I believe is a part of uh, everyday life for all of us, not just people who kind of dabble in technology, but people who consume and use technology, ordinary people like me or anybody else. Uh, I mean, somehow, uh, you know, uh, technology, I believe, has become so pervasive in, in human life. And, you know, I believe thanks to COVID, when uh, you know everybody was locked indoors, the only way we could engage with each other and the whole world and live our life is through digital mediums. So somehow you know that experience has only accelerated uh, this whole uh, you know move towards living a digital life. And of course, tremendous advantages, no doubt about it. For example, this very conversation that you and I are having uh, right now is is thanks to technology. Uh, you know, over a Zoom call. Uh, so, but then there are these downsides and there are these threats and that's, I believe, the world that you live in. So why don't you some throw, throw some light on what is this world of uh, cybersecurity? What are the threats and what, what happens there? Uh, because, you know, we as users are kind of uh, blind to what happens behind the curtains. So can you lift the curtains for us? Yeah, so as you correctly mentioned uh, that uh, not only the previous times, but also uh, uh, since this COVID pandemic, we started, uh, you know, depending uh, a lot on technology. Uh, we are dependent on it uh, in uh, and, and we are making ourselves more and more dependent on it as the, as the days pass on. New types of technologies come, uh, uh, we are able to enjoy them, we are able to utilize them. On various platforms, or um, um, while we walk on the steps of developing technology to its new version or the upgraded versions, there are risks. There can be threats. There can be what uh, anomalies, or there can be um, there can be individuals or group of individuals, you know, having some negative uh, thought process towards destroying this technology or utilizing this technology in a in a bad way or in a negative way or whatever. So what I see is uh, the, there is an there is an action and then there is a reaction. So action is what that we have developed tech, uh, different types of technology in different ways, and the reaction is some uh, smart, intelligent, but uh, some, some human minds which uh, like were having kind of a negative thought towards it are you know uh, making this digital life of all of us a little scary little uh, with with some fear or with some uh, a thought in the mind that I may get hacked. I, uh, there can be a cyber threat lurking around somewhere in my digital well-being or my digital footprints uh, all over uh, the digital space or whatever. 
or we have taken this action uh, as human beings uh, there is there, definitely there is a reaction uh, from this cyber world that there are going to be threats there are going to be vulnerabilities there are going to be risks which we may know or we may not know or we may tend to ignore i have seen many people ignoring those risks and then uh, getting what uh, defrauded or getting getting inside that uh, risky kind of a what a radar of risk what we can say so this is what i see yes i had a passion to not only develop a career but see this from different angles so that i can have my own role uh, to play in this i can teach someone i can give something back to the society what is happening and what what you should do what you should not do something like that no you know uh, what you say is right rajas because you know uh, whilst this there is accelerated uh, uh, or hyper pace towards going digital in every aspect of one's life be it education be it business be it entertainment be it travel where uh, you know the apps on my phone Uh, simply is my gateway to the world and uh, of course i am assuming that in all this uh, my economic uh, and emotional safety is protected and of course over the years there's a lot of awareness that has been created i think reserve bank of india for example thanks to the amitabh bachchan ads that we see on on television it talks about being careful even various uh, the banks that i have my accounts with they send me pro- periodic emails about uh, you know this thing called anti phishing and those kind of things so so beware of spam mails and all kinds of stuff so i think in by and large in many ways we are reasonably kind of well aware of uh, the possible threats but then you as a cop in the cyber world uh, what is it that you deal with uh, you know who are the uh, the con men Uh, or the defrauders whom you whom you deal with and if you can take probably a you know simple few everyday examples that could kind of help us understand uh, the nature of work that you do there is an interesting incident that uh, happened in late uh, 2020 there is a financial com- uh, financial service uh, provider company their ceo uh, gave me a distress call saying that there were around 8 to 9 lakh rupees uh, that were uh, debited from his uh, savings account which was not at all connected to uh, his business it was an independent digital entity or digital asset what we can say that account was never connected to his what, what his corporate life at all but then uh, the distress call was about his savings account getting breached and a large portion of money was transferred for to a different account i was just invited for conducting an investigation what would have happened uh, what was the root cause of uh, this particular thing first thing i noticed that this person was not at all aware and not at all interested uh, in uh, knowing anything about information security my first question to that person was if he or his organization or people working in his organization knew what kind of information technology are you using or were they using in those days or in those times when this fraud uh, took place they uh, uh, certainly had uh, absolutely no idea what kind of it infrastructure that they had so when we came into the picture we had to un- understand how many computers they were having what kind of different internet connections that they were having how many servers that they were having what kind of internal facing and external facing it infrastructure that they had how many of their it assets were accessible from unprotected internet from the outside how many of how many of their digital assets were accessible only from their in- their inside or their internal it infrastructure 
so uh, while studying their organization or while studying them as a, as a as a as a corporate entity or business entity first thing that we noticed that they had hardly any awareness about uh, cyber crimes cyber security they were least bothered or certainly not interested getting uh, or protecting their organization uh, from the technical perspective of course they had different documentations and policies or legal documents but those things were only documented they were not practically implemented so that is what we first understood secondly we understood that this person was having you know so many unwanted app in his phone and many of his employees were also having uh, you know unwanted apps that would steal the data from their phone or from their internal you know from from anywhere from their internal it infra and uh, i won't have some of their employees and also the ceo had received you know some uh, intimations from their mobile service uh, provider that an e Uh, sim uh, or the virtual sim what we can say was created with the help of ceo's personal information for an example the ceo uh, had lost some of his uh, the chunks of his personal information such as his pan or his aadhar or his uh, address proof or his photo and uh, somewhere in mumbai region very well known uh, mobile service provider's office this person's information was shared and an e sim card was procured by the name of uh, this particular person now how an e sim card operates e sim card is not a physical sim that we insert into our phone but uh, a few phones uh, that are available in the market uh, are able to do accept uh, sim card in uh, virtual form so that the physical sim card is not there in the phone but then uh, the mobile number is installed in the phone or the mobile number is you know activated in that particular phone and uh, the person starts receiving the calls uh, on behalf of the original owner of the mobile number the person also starts receiving the otps or smss so it was very easy to dupe this person once the once this person's savings bank account details were stolen and an e sim card was issued to the cyber criminal by the name of this person i think it was just a the matter of a few seconds to you know receive the otp commit a cyber crime by uh, transferring a large amount of money to the criminal's account Yeah I mean uh, of course there is this uh, beautiful movie on Netflix I don't know whether it's still around but it used to be there a couple of months back called Jamtara uh, I you know I saw that and this is uh, a simple uh, schemes that these campsters have maybe using the eSIM methodology where probably they are uh, you know defrauding people who are uh, both unaware and uh, not so competent to deal with such threats so you know at one end of the spectrum we can talk of uh, a set of people who are ignorant and uh, relatively less competent to to understand the gravity of the possible uh, digital attack or threat but then on the other end of the spectrum there would also be people and uh, companies and organizations uh, i would like to believe rajas who are uh, reasonably aware and reasonably competent about uh, the possibility of these threats and attacks Uh, for example i mean we know of you know large banks getting hacked uh, you know whole lot of personal information of a lot of people going away airlines are hacked with you know credit card information that they store on behalf of a lot of their uh, customers uh, you know there was this huge shipping line in europe couple of years back uh, who was hacked and couple of 100 million accounts of data was missed and the whole shipping line came to a standstill so i think this is a very very complex world right i mean i i i'm recalled of a movie called catch me if you can 
uh, you know, starring Tom Hanks and uh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, right? Where Tom Hanks plays yeah. an FBI agent who is trying to catch this con man uh, all his life. Yeah. And in this yeah. hide and seek game, somehow the con man also enjoys, uh, uh, you know, cheating the cop, not for the sake of cheating, but the fact that I can win. Uh, and he says, catch me yeah. if you can. So I, I don't know, in the cyber world, uh, this um, uh, attack and defense game that gets played by experts like you, uh, is there a catch me if you can that gets played there? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start with the Jamtara thing that you said earlier. Jamtara is one side of uh, you know committing the cyber crimes, which is still not hacking. But the other way around, uh, as you gave uh, certain examples about the shipping company or large banks or large corp- you know, corporations, even after uh, you know having heavy amount of information security built into their uh, IT infra and the entire business, still they uh, get hacked, still they uh, their security gets breached. Uh, you know they face what uh, uh, loss of data. Jamtara is still not uh, a hack. Uh, it is just a social sure. engineering attempt to uh, to someone who doesn't understand what is an OTP, who doesn't understand what is any desk remote access software, who doesn't understand uh, you know uh, if uh, if your bank or if MSCB or if any other government or private entity will directly give you a call to ask uh, some personal information about you or ask you to transfer some amount of money or win a bet or uh, invest in some unknown app and get uh, your money double or triple or whatever people still don't understand these things and that's why lots of a lot of awareness to uh, awareness to be put into the into the play second thing uh, about the catch me if you can think so there are attackers and there are defenders everyone who uh, you know begins or uh, you know the career into cyber security uh, first of all there is a lot of uh, fascination about attacks and slowly the person starts looking at the good side of uh, the same thing and then uh, the person becomes you know from the defenders uh, side there are so many people who are uh, from the both sides uh, they are attackers also and they are defenders also i come uh, from earlier i uh, i won't say that i was an attacker but i was more of a defender so i studied all these things from a defensive uh, way or uh, defensive technologies i professionally hack or i sometimes i professionally uh, conduct uh, conduct different types of cyber attacks on organizations of course when i have a permission from them only then i i do it but yes there is um, there is this huge amount of catch me if you can uh, kind of a game between the attackers and defenders uh, i mean this is this is of course and, a, this is a huge huge uh, complex world uh, and i'm sure uh, just as uh, uh, there are you know the desire to attack and defraud which is a which is a timeless human emotion doesn't matter whether you know software or hardware existed or not you know, to cheat has always been a, a human emotion uh, for whatever reason. And uh, of course, to not get trapped and to secure oneself is the other side. So attack and defense uh, obviously has been a, a, a timeless game that, uh, you know, humankind can talk about. And I, of course, underlying all this, there are these elements of fear and greed that gets played out. So somehow, you know, you can have various perspectives, I believe, to this whole thing that for example, when a call comes saying that I'm an LIC agent and your policy is getting mature and blah, 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 and share this information, I think one has to kind of keep the antennas up. So I don't know, somehow, at least for me, the, the principle that I follow, uh, at least to secure myself, 
in terms of uh, financial threats or threats to my personal information is uh, is either not to trust unless proven otherwise or trust but verify the trust as you correctly mentioned there is either less trust or there is trust with you know lots of verification so beyond that uh, there is another thing that is in that is launched or that is implemented by different companies within their it infrastructure which is known as zero trust there is absolutely no trust on each other on any other system it is considered that the other person is a potential threat to this company a potential uh, cyber criminal or a potential you know risk factor uh, for this particular it infra considering there is going to be no trust on anything anyone and any kind of access any kind of activity any kind of uh, technology implementation that is there for an organization no undoubtedly i mean this uh, is an extremely uh, rich subject for anybody to kind of get into and uh, you're right i mean given that access to information is from any source uh, from any kind of hardware using any kind of software on any kind of network uh, it could be a private secured network or it could be an open public network like a mobile uh, phone network etc obviously the the custodians of information let's say banks or 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 you know insurance companies or wherever my data resides and whose services i need uh, you know they need to protect themselves in, in my benefit so uh, yeah i think uh, uh, we live in exciting times and i think all we probably i feel that we need to have a hope that somehow in the long run the good will prevail over the evil uh, you know irrespective of uh, you know the war uh that eventually uh, you know the ravan will be destroyed by ram uh, that's how mythology has taught us uh, and all the films that get made that uh, you know no matter what in a 2 hour or 2 and 1/2 hour movie uh, you know most of the time the villain is winning with the last 10 15 minutes some other hero uh, kind of overpowers and overcomes and eventually that's the winning side i was talking to a certain a certain parents uh, that stay in, in our uh, uh, housing society every year we uh, celebrate uh, ganesh utsav for say 7 to 8 days uh, at a stretch so there are different types of interactive programs and skits and competitions that are held in our society and it's a good what activity what we can say 8 to 10 days uh, everyone in, in the society comes down you know meets greets each other watches uh, the the Uh, the Ganesh Utsav programs uh, together. So uh, um, it, it's a, it's a good thing that uh, you know uh, happens every year in our society. For last two years, it didn't happen. So uh, this year there is a different excitement, you know, more excitement. This Ganesh Utsav in our society. I was talking to a certain parents uh, in our housing society, and they said a very peculiar and particular thing that uh, since last two years. their children have not been you know, uh, able to cope up with their studies partially do something but not to the fullest there are these emotions there are these uh, feelings and thoughts that are in their minds but uh, uh, they are not able to channelize them well so will you do something uh, will you introduce some activity or will, will you in, get them involved in some kind of an activity which will channelize their thought or which will channelize their emotion in a, in a, in a positive and good way i said okay the beginning uh, i was also scratching my head uh, how i uh, how i'm uh, i was going to deal with this particular thing 
but then ultimately what i thought is if i could uh, you know ask uh, these children to uh, you know to join me to what plan for uh, or to develop a skit or to you know a plan for a skit or a plan for an interactive play for this particular ganesh utsav i thought it was a very good and positive idea i i, I spoke to a certain children in our society which come from a uh, different uh, backgrounds in terms of studies and family backgrounds or whatever uh, different types of career lines that they would like to do but then uh, everyone had a thought that uh, yes we should do something about cyber crime and cyber security it's a very good subject it's a very good uh, interesting topic of course we are interested in you know developing a skit developing a play uh, for our society members for this ganesh utsav and then we uh, as this idea clicked and there was this crux behind all this it just clicked in in such a way that uh, we have already started practicing now uh, there are eight nine eight to nine subjects that we have jotted down eight to nine different types of cyber crimes how they take place what exactly happens at the background and foreground how it is done uh, and what is the lesson to learn uh, from uh, that particular uh, cyber crime so this is the thought behind uh, you know putting uh, developing this skit or developing this play and there are there, there are uh, around 8 to 9 skits into that uh, and we have already cited and developed uh, six of them and only three are left now so what a what a wonderful what a what a wonderful idea that you are you are kind of taking this passion and uh, you know interest of yours in the subject of secure, cyber security and creating six to eight uh, small short plays in the forthcoming ganesh utsav which is such a beautiful idea so uh, so rajas yeah. at this at this beautiful juncture in your life so what is it that you are looking forward to yourself what are your dreams what are your aspirations what are your hopes from from your future at the moment uh, i am focusing a lot on my career going ahead i feel good what i am exactly able to do what i want to do and uh, get a good night sleep and 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 be calm and uh, you know be calm and have a peaceful days or peaceful nights or or, or whatever uh, a specific thought comes to my mind when i uh, look at uh, how my future is going to be Um, as i come from or my career teaches me you know about the threats or uh, risks about technology and what not um, whatever i will, i would like to do in my future uh, it will it will be something that will not have a lots of dependency on technology that is for sure uh, i would like to uh, spend some time devote some time for some kind of a social activity i have not uh, found out what exactly i would do or i would like to do but uh, i would like to devote uh, myself to some kind of a social activity my passion or my hobbies are something like you know going out for a bike ride going into the nature get the feel get the flavor of the nature uh, spend more time into the uh, into the valleys or into into the nature uh, spend some time you know uh, discovering wildlife spend some time doing bird watching so i see i have different types of likings which uh, which uh, relate to different areas there is uh, uh, so uh, uh, at times uh, i am passionate about food at some other time i feel like uh, you know going out for a ride uh, i feel like going out for uh, a bicycle ride with a with my group the typical crowded world that we are living uh, in today what i feel is i am a, a kind of a moody person at that particular point of time what would come into my mind is something i don't know and that's why when i uh, you know uh, give a thought the thing like what is going to my future be like i sometimes uh, you know keep on scratching my head uh, boss what is going to be my future so uh, sometimes i get confused, but definitely it will be uh, something different and something 
not uh, you know away from uh, that technology no you know you know this question you know what is your dream and hope for a future does elicit different kind of responses some of them are very very clear what is it that they want to do where do they themselves they see themselves at 3 years or 5 years down the line and there's an absolute clarity there and on the other end i have heard uh, you know several responses saying that i have no clue what my future is all i want to do is i want to explore and experiment what i know for sure is i won't be the same person tomorrow that i am today i will change <laughs> i will evolve thanks to the exploration yeah. and experimentation so i think uh, i wish you you know that kind of approach if that kind of uh, you know uh, evokes you or draws your energy to probably discover various parts of rajas uh, not just the cyber security aspect but then you spoke about being a health nut you spoke about being a foodie uh, you know a biker a bird watcher and i'm sure there are so many things in the world is such a beautiful uh, place for one to explore whatever one needs so wish you all the exploration and experimentations in life rajas and this has been a beautiful and a wonderful conversation thank you very much for your time and as we end this conversation let me quickly ask you uh, you know what do you feel what are you saying to yourself right now uh i'm very thankful that you know i was a part of uh, this conversation with you but definitely i would like to have uh, you know such conversations with you uh, not only on this podcast but offline as well of and uh, on on behalf of all the uh, individuals who featured into the earlier podcasts we all would like to celebrate wings uh, podcast show today because the effort that you have been putting into the thought that is there behind uh, doing this is something that is different um, uh, if you say that you would like to celebrate uh, the normal people or normal individuals like us who are uh, you know doing different things in life um, um, there is a mutual feeling definitely we would also like to celebrate uh, wings podcast uh, some or the other day uh, we would you. also like to know you uh, we would also like you uh, like to understand how has been your journey no, sure thank you so much rajesh for saying uh, such a thing it means such a lot to both me and asha and um, what i promise to you is yes this conversation that we have will continue uh, and maybe next time we meet it could be a little chai pe i won't say charcha chai but, pe uh, <laughs> but a, a, a good moments over a cup of tea or a coffee somewhere so look forward to meeting you soon thank you so much thank you for your time today my dear listeners this is your host milind agnihotri signing off goodbye take care and stay safe This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be considered as a piece of any professional advice. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of its guest. Creators of this podcast expressly disclaim any and all liability or responsibility for any direct or indirect consequential or other damages arising out of any individual's use of this podcast. For feedback and suggestions please write to wingsindia75 at gmail.com. Thank you.